everyone. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned in to Trish Chat, a series that promotes meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real-life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. Make sure to tune in every Monday to hear our latest episodes. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Trish Chat. My name is Steph, and I'm here with Jess. Welcome back. What's up, everyone? This week, we are talking about money. <laughs> money. And we're doing a uh, an episode focused on budgeting, which um, folks have requested um, episodes on budgeting. So here it is. Um, so one of the reasons why we decided to do this episode is per request. Um, also because there is this... Um, meme or something going around that's like 2020 is only three months away so don't let anybody like ruin your energy or whatever it is first of all no one needs that pressure in their lives so just stop um second of all um with um a new year coming up and a new decade people are probably going to um write down some new year's resolutions one of them is probably going to be about uh money and 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 handling finances better and i see that it is often hard to go into the new year and say i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do better with money when you're going into the new year with debt because you've spent a ton of money during the holidays because of holiday parties you know you're just feeling festive you're buying gifts there's so many deals there's so many sales you're just like oh my god i gotta have it i gotta buy gifts for people and so we wanted to do an episode on budgeting so that for those of you who are thinking that next year or today or tomorrow or next week, you want to um, really um, have a little bit more control of your finances, you can start now and not necessarily um, do that in the new year and be able to do that before the shopping and holiday season is upon us. So that's what we're talking about. Um First um, thing that I want to start with is um, our philosophies and our view towards money. Do you want to start, Jess? Yeah, I think we're going to agree on a lot of the stuff I say. So I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you should uh, you, you should probably uh, be with someone uh, that uh, your 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 financial views align. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> so true. Our, so we're going to say some of the same things. We do differ a bit. Um, in certain things but yeah you had mentioned these before um but for me I think that it's super important to save um as long as I can remember I've been saving money in yeah. every in every way possible um you know everyone's I, I I guess we should start and say like everyone's financial situation is different yes yeah, so people don't have yeah and so I to save I know that this topic might be touchy I, I hope you're still listening to get tips it's always good to like learn how to do things differently and learn about other people's perspectives I'm always I'm always down to hear how other people budget their money yeah um, I think knowledge is power um, and we should share so I think I think it's important to save um, and so I, I, I think part of that is is learning how to budget your money Mm -hmm. Um, because regardless of how much money you make, how much money you're bringing in, for me, 
I need to know where my dollar is going. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk a lot about like your dollar being uh, a powerful tool Mm -hmm. um, within like social justice and activism and like supporting those companies that, you know, are, are doing right by our community. Right. Uh, But at the same time, you know, we all have our, our lifestyles that we, we want to live. We all have, needs food water and all those things Mm -hmm. um so i i think that a lot of people get overwhelmed when they think about budgeting uh, and money uh, mostly because they were never taught how to budget themselves um it just becomes very overwhelming and so um yeah i i I think it just kind of stems back like uh, my philosophy is like uh, it's important to save that that can go um that that's someone's preference on how much they want to save or how they save yeah um but for me it's super important to like i guess i'm like typical in that i put money away in my 401k i have my own savings account if i'm saving for like a bigger project like a house or a, a big purchase um i i have you know an account for that um and I think all those things help me um, set a foundation of how I spend the rest of my money. Yeah. Because that is always a priority for me. And, you know, for me, my money, getting the, my money into those places is is at most the most important to me and, and paying my bills and making sure I'm good. And then everything else, like, is determined by what I have left. So. Yeah. Um, I think it's super important to set like a foundation for yourself on, you know, for me, it's like where, where each dollar goes. Like I, it's really important for me to know where every dollar goes. Yeah. What about you? Um, my philosophy when it comes to, um, money is, well, first there are people who say like money isn't everything. Um, and I think those people come from a lot of privilege and please keep those views to yourself. Thanks. Just kidding. Um, no, but for real, like money isn't everything, but when you grew up not having a lot of money, you realize how that currency can really get you, you know, through a lot of, of things. Like it can, it can, it can help you buy your way, um, into things It can help you buy things that you want, buy a home to live in, buy uh, a, a a mode of transportation for you to get from point A to point B. So it can determine your future for sure. It can right. determine what school you go to. If right. you have bail, if you know, right. If you have bail, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to address that because while I do think that money in many ways is the root of evil, um, it, it, it is for the like it is helpful for people right mm-hmm. like period yeah um so my philosophy on money is yes i do believe that you should absolutely save um i do believe that you know first you should save second pay your bills um and then third um i think you should spend some money on yourself mm-hmm. um because you know people work really hard and if you have, if you not because not everyone has the means, but if you have the means to, after you've done all of that, to spend some money on yourself, I think it's okay for you to do that. And I'm not saying spend money on yourself like I put, you know, I I I can 
barely afford my lifestyle, but I'm still going to buy myself something. It, it, it's, it's more of a, um, it doesn't need to be something expensive, but it's also like, if you've been wanting to treat yourself to a movie for a while, mm -hmm. like do that. You know, if you're, if you were finally able to, um, save after like a financially rough period and you want to buy yourself a coffee at, you know, at a, at a coffee shop, instead of making it for yourself, like do that. And that's mm -hmm. what I mean by treat yourself. I don't mean it has to be like an outrageous amount of money, but yeah. it can be something really small to acknowledge all the work that you have been putting in because, um, treating yourself isn't just for people who have a ton of disposable income. It can also be, you know, something very small that, that can have a, a, a big significance to you. Yeah. And you've definitely taught me how to spend more money on myself. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I um, mean, I'm, I, I grew up with, with a dad who was very, very meticulous with his money. Like he would literally balance out his checkbook. Like he would go every Saturday morning, deposit his check. Like he, he had cash. He paid with things for cash as much as possible. Like literally like the little paper checkbooks that probably a lot of people don't know exist anymore. Like he would balance that out. Mm -hmm. Um, and a mom who was just like, pay your bills put some money away and then spend money on yourself. Cause when you die, the money's not going to go with you. Um, yeah. And so it was like two very different views. Um, both, both were both still very financially responsible, mm -hmm. but my mom was more about like, if you know, you earn this money and if you're, if you're able to, if you're, if you have the privilege of being able to pay your bills and put some money away for yourself, like, yeah, you know, buy yourself a little something that you've been wanting. And so, um, I think I have a blend of both of those views in terms of being very financially responsible, but also understanding that it, you know, treat yourself. Yeah. And I think that goes back to what I was saying. Like you, you're kind of, if you're not taught this, you know, from your parents or, or modeled by your parents you're kind of just like stuck in a sense you don't know where to start and mm -hmm. that's that's what I find a lot of people who I talk to about budgeting they just don't know where to start they were just like hey nobody ever like showed me the ropes on this and so you know you shed some light on your your upbringing there and for me it was kind of the opposite yeah you know um I had a lot of visibility into my mom's situation mm -hmm. um and for me at a young age, and I'm sure all of our listeners have heard this before, but for, for the new listeners, um, you know, I was always worried about my mom. I mm -hmm. was always worried about my family. And so um, that meant that, you know, Jess's allowances meant I had to save it because I didn't know when my mom would m might need it. Um, or even when my mom would give me money, like I would only spend a certain amount because I wanted to like save for a gift for her or if something happened and like we needed groceries or my brother wanted something. So it was always like, I was always very careful. And I, I used to have this like small little area in my first drawer, um, in my room where I would just like stack all the money in case. Why are you looking at me? Like because that? that makes me so sad. <laughs> it's not sad. It's, it made me who I am today. So, mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for, for, for learning that because I think that it has caused me to, again, be very mindful of how I spend my money mm -hmm. and also just like sharing that knowledge with people who want to know and who, you know, have interest in learning how to budget. Yeah. You know, I, I learned it through 
my circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of self-taught there. Um, but yeah, I'm grateful for that. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, I can't remember if it was you or somebody else, but... Were you about to throw some shade on here right <laughs> well, now? Were you reconnecting? Why don't you do your finances on post-its? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like write out like big big oh my credit card <laughs> statements or something on that and then you yeah you would throw shade I was like, in the age of computers man <laughs> like but what's funny is that i had kind of a a budget sheet on my computer but i would use that when i was like real time i wrote a lot of things on post-its now that i think about it i mean but, post-its are amazing but, but not yes for that was that was me and then it was until you know we started dating and then we created one and we've been using it since 2015 which is awesome yes um but back to my story i'm sorry i just (laughs) remembered that and i i just started laughing because yeah yeah so i think for me i i i had such a fear of i I wouldn't say that i was like that we were very poor i i I think we 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 were we were good my Mm -hmm. mom made sure that we had what we had um and you know there were times that we didn't have much. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that because of those circumstances, I never want to feel that again. I never want to feel like I don't have $20 to take the train to work or I don't have money to feed myself. Yeah. And again, I didn't ever go hungry, but it was like I constantly worried about that as a kid. Yeah, you have, yeah, you have visibility into your parents um finances and so i i know exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. i i grew up with i had the privilege of growing up with both of of my parents and we were never starving and we never you know were in a situation where our fridge was empty but you know i i i you know it you do grow up trying to be mindful of like not asking for too many things right exactly and so i i think we talked about this like maybe a year ago. I was just like, I never want to feel that again. Yeah. Um, so from from the moment that I could get a credit card or, you know, I bought a car or things like that, I never spent more than I had. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, hey, I have this credit limit. I will never go past a certain amount of percent on my credit card. I have to, if I'm going to use it, I'm going to pay it off mm-hmm. within that month. Um, I don't pay interest rates. Like that's just not my thing unless mm-hmm. I absolutely have to. But I'm very very disciplined when it comes to like my credit card and the amount that I spend yeah again everyone has a different experience like a different situation and you know sometimes you have to depend on those things in order to live your life um but as much as I can I do not I do not do that because I never want to put myself in that position because I've I've been in that before I've seen that before yeah so yeah um, you already started talking about it, but let's go into like the actual tactical stuff. So um, let's talk about budgeting and how how you how you budget, how you manage your money. And um, before we actually uh, go into that, I do want to just touch upon budgeting itself. Um, I see that budgeting has a negative connotation for a lot of people because typically when when you say to someone or when someone says like I'm on a budget, um, it, like they're restricted from doing things because they're saying like, I'm, I'm trying not to spend that much money. And so it has, it has a connotation of being like super restrictive, 
but it's actually not in in my view in my view budgeting is freeing because i think there is a freedom in knowing the cash flow that you're having you know come in and come out and understanding if you're going to spend some money where that money is going to come from if you're going to charge something on your credit card you know how and when you're going to be able to pay that off and understanding like this is how much money i have in and you know in my rainy day fund and you know et cetera, et cetera. i think it's freeing to have full inventory of your financial situation and understanding um where you have wiggle room for things i think that's freeing and I understand um, that for some that's scary to take inventory of that and they would rather live in like kind of the dark of not like just knowing that they have a lot of credit card debt, knowing that they have a lot of student debt, but not really looking at everything together because it just feels so overwhelming. And I also understand that um, within the Latinx community, um, what I've seen is that many people or many parents don't talk about money with their children. Um, we are taught that you should not talk about your finances with others. And that's something that I learned. Don't talk about your finances with others. Um, and so talking about money becomes taboo. Um, and you sort of become even embarrassed to like ask a, ask a question or, or learn. And really money can be very complex. Finances can be complex. Investing can be complex. And even like a simple internet search or finance books can be super duper um, dense and confusing. And the easiest way that I've learned about money is by talking um, to other people. But I've had to break from that stigma that I've learned of like, don't talk about your finances um, to other people. And I did mention that you know, you know, my mom's philosophy and my dad's philosophy on money. And that's not necessarily something that they sat down and talked to me about. It's something that I observed. Um, and then, you know, as I got much older, my mom had mentioned that comment to me of like, if you die, that money's not going to go with you. Um, but I, we never necessarily had like a conversation about budgeting and finances because I think my parents were trying to figure it out, um, as well. Right. Like a lot of, a lot of our parents, um, or like my parents didn't have examples of how to parent. Right. Like if I think about my mom and my dad, they didn't have examples of of how to parent. So how were they supposed to know how to parent and do finances and all that stuff? So they did the best that they could. Um, but with that came that, you know, don't talk about finances with other people. And so. One of the goals is that hopefully this episode will break that stigma and say, like, it's OK for you to talk about uh, money. And actually, you're going to learn more by asking other people how they budget. You don't have to go and put all your business out and say, this is this is how much money I make. And this is, you know, where I'm at. But you you it's OK to ask others, you know, how do you manage your finances? Do you have a template of a budget sheet that you can share with me? Are there any, you know, books that have been helpful for you in terms of finances, et cetera? I've gone way too far and I've just gone off the deep end here. Let's go back. <laughs> Let, let's let's uh, let's talk about how we actually budget. So first, I want to say that I think for people who say they don't they don't budget because they don't care or they're just, you know, mm -hmm. it's too much for them. You will always worry if you don't know where your money is going. Ooh. You will that will be a constant for you. Yes. Like money will always be in your mind because it's this, always yeah. yeah it's a society we live in like we have to spend money to like live but i think if you don't have a system 
in place where you're going to know where your money's going, you're always, you're, you're going to constantly worry because you're, you're literally every, every paycheck, every month, every whatever you're, you're, you're going to be scrambling to understand how much money you spend on X, Y, and Z. Why is your credit card? So like you're, you're, you're chasing it. You're, yeah. you're this, you're, you're never going to catch up. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, it's super important to, to have whatever system that is, if it's posted, if it's a template, if it's whatever, like create something for you where you feel comfortable where you know where your money's going and like there's some sort of um predictability in your spends Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so i guess the way i would break down budgeting and um basically how 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 i budget and manage my money i'll kind of start from the beginning of yes when i started thinking about money when i started making some money um so I think the first thing to do is you really need to sit down and look at your debt. You need to, if you have any, I think you need to sit down and like write it all out. For me, it was student loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was student loans and maybe a little bit of credit card debt. And so what I did was I wrote it out. I said, this is the amount of money I, I owe uh, the banks. Yeah. Um, this is this is the interest rate. Um, these are when when these bills are due um and i and so i started from there and then after that i sat down and i started writing my goals i was like how fast do i want to pay this off um how uh how fast do i want to save up a certain amount of money for something i want to buy um how fast do i want to move out whatever it is like sit down and like write out your goals that are usually tied to your debt or like something you want to buy. Yeah. Um, then I would ask like, what does it like, what does a healthy budget look like to you? You know, like as you're sitting down and looking at all of that, um, think about how much money you would actually like to have after everything is said and done. Mm-hmm. Like just have that number. Don't even do any math or anything. Just think about, if every paycheck I make X amount, I would be comfortable with $500 for two weeks for myself after everything's paid. Yeah. Just think about that number. Um, then I would think, where are you keeping your money? Are you keeping it in one bank and two banks? What are you getting out of having the money in those banks? Mm-hmm. Um, are there any perks to saving your money with those banks? Do a little bit of research of like, a lot of these banks are really competitive now. And so it's like, who has the higher interest rate? Like some checking accounts give you interest rate now. The savings accounts give you interest rate. So look for the best option out there that's going to give you some sort of money for keeping your money with them. Yeah. Um, and then the next part would be, you know, really dissecting the shit out of your bills. And what I mean by that is, is there any way to save money or remove bills? that you that you have so i'll give you an example um we had at&t for a really long time and i remember i was paying so much for money cell phone. yeah for this for for cell phone i thought you were Service. about to tell line x people to cut off the cable i was like oh i'm gonna turn oh off yeah this that, that's right that, now that's that's coming <laughs> that's coming um and so i started like researching about other carriers and like you know <laughs> 
T-Mobile used to be the shit when I was a kid. Like that yeah. was that was the 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 carrier to have. Yeah. And then they went down, and nobody wanted T-Mobile because it was shit service. And then you know they're on the up and up now. Yeah. Um. But so I looked at T-Mobile. I saw that they were having like these crazy. It was going to cut my my phone bill down by like fifty percent. Um, and we got free Netflix and they had free Netflix. So I was like, oh shit, that could save me money. Cause I don't have to, not that I paid for Netflix, but like, I think I was helping my mom or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just get that. Then it can pay for Netflix. I'll save money. Everyone will have their phone in this account. Like it's perfect. So yeah. that's what I did. I was like, I just saved myself half of what I was paying. Yeah. So some things like that, like um does your company pay for any bills like do they reimburse you for anything mm -hmm. look at like the perks you have there um do you need cable <laughs> i know that for some people mm -hmm. they do like yo my mom will never get rid of cable she loves her she loves her tv and i don't and i don't hate it i mean for us it was like we never watch tv so i'm like why are we gonna pay for that i don't think i've yeah. ever paid for cable since i left college same um but here, here's also something as well is what sort of luxuries do I are important for me to keep in my life, whether that be I get my nails done every week, I get a wax every month, mm -hmm. I, I have cable every month, you know, pick, pick a luxury or two that you're like, I must keep this. Mm -hmm. But then also think about where can I trim some excess spend to be able to maintain this, yep. this like luxury that I have. Yeah. So yeah, put all that stuff there. And so once you start dissecting all those things, you're thinking about your goals, your debts, all that stuff, where's my money? Then that's when I would create a template where I would put the amount of money I'm making every two weeks and I start subtracting all those expenses. Um, so but let's break it down for people. So literally the template is like... The template is literally a Google sheet, aka an Excel sheet where yeah. you at the top of the Excel sheet, you're putting the number. The top is the date. Like top, the, yeah, every, there's a date. every column is your pay date. Fair. Yep. The pay rows. Go ahead. You you help <laughs> you made this basically. So you can go ahead and So yeah, because I want to get real concrete. The 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 columns are your pay dates. Um the rows start off with the money that you have coming in. So any source of income that 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 you have coming in, your paycheck, if you have more than one paycheck because you work more than one job, put that in there and then start uh, that, that is a positive number. And then every every other uh, row needs to be labeled with like um, things that are going to come out. So savings, rent, savings, cell rent, phone, electric, Macy's credit card. Yep. Chase Sapphire, Chase like Sapphire get real, card, like all of them, all of them. And then you start sub putting the, the subtracting. Yeah. And then the at, monthly the, things. at the bottom, you have your grand total. Right. Um, thank you for breaking that down. That's super I, important. Yeah. No, I agree. And I will say anybody who ever wants to see it, like I'd be happy to share. I've shared with a couple of friends and, and some people use it and they find it really helpful. So I'm, I'm always down to share that. Um, and it helps you to be able to, you can do it a month ahead to say, um, th these are going to be my paychecks. This is how much I'm going to have left over. Cause you're going to have some bills that are recurring that are pretty stable in terms of like, um, how much you have to pay for them every month. Right. And some paychecks, you may have less money than others. Cause you're choosing to 
pay more bills or more expensive bills, one paycheck versus the other. But if you also know like, oh, I'm going to buy something and that's going to be $500 on my credit card and that's going to be due around this paycheck, you can start seeing and being like, okay, mm-hmm. so next month, you know, I need to be really light on my spending because, you know, I, I, I had to pay for this one thing or I got this one thing on my credit card that I need to pay off next month. So you're able to like visualize and anticipate, you know, the money that's going to be going out and the and versus the money that's coming in mm-hmm. so that you're not then like shit like my credit card is so high and like mm-hmm. how did it get this way mm-hmm. yeah for sure it, it like helps you keep on track and and also move your money around like if if one credit card is due at the beginning of the month you know you don't have to pay that until the next paycheck mm-hmm. or vice versa mm-hmm. um and so part of that um i guess i'll i'll insert that in here we were just talking about this is um I pay all my bills on one credit card. I don't pay it using my debit account. Um, and the reason for that is it's a reoccurring uh, like bill mm-hmm. um, amount that I could be getting some sort of points or cash back on. Um, and I think if you don't do that, you're kind of missing out. You're, you're not spending your money as efficiently as you could if you did that. Yeah. Um, and I've been telling you to do that. And I know you have your system and I'll let you shed light on what you do. But yeah. for me, it works because I know that in for that credit card every month, it's going to be that amount. Yeah. And so it's guaranteed points slash miles for me every year. If I have one credit card that's for sure every month $500, that is... 500 points times two or whatever credit, you know, whatever perk I have on that card. Um, and that way I'm, I'm making some, I guess, money off of spending money. Yeah. Um, so I, I encourage people to look at the different cards that they have. Um, for me, I have a mix of credit cards that I pay annual fees and some that I don't, I know we don't all have that luxury, um, but for, for me, I do the math and I, you know, if I'm spending a certain amount on, on yearly fees, I need to make sure that it's worth it at the end of the year. And for me, it is. Um, so yeah, so I use that template every time I get paid. I've been using that since 2015. I get, it, it brings me much joy to pay my bills. Um, I, I literally get paid, um, and I go line by line. The first thing on my thing is savings and you that should be the first line on yours too because that's if you don't if that's, that's usually not the, the first, first thing, to go yeah you're like mm, well i'm just not gonna save this month and then six months later you're like i haven't saved anything right right and don't get me wrong sometimes i do have to dip into that because things get crazy emergencies yeah. whatever but not everyone has a luxury to save as well for sure and so for me that's the first thing that i i i put away you know and and i used to have a lot of automatic um transfers and stuff but i i actually find joy in manually doing it it's kind of like a check off my Mm -hmm. checklist so get paid and as i'm moving and paying things i'm bolding each thing i know i'm such a nerd for doing that that yeah but it's just line by so it's like savings rent utilities yeah cell phone bill um you know i have a trainer so i put money away from for my trainer um and then at the end, I have a grand total of what I have left to spend. And for me, I rather pay off my debt and have $2 in my account than have more debt and $1,000 in my account. 
That Same. is just my philosophy. It did. It was not that way always. I used to have a standard of how much money I needed to have in my account. Um, before, you know, that it was that standard. And then like, I would have debts, like it would be fine. Like I'd have, and when I say debts, I mean like I would have a balance on my credit card. I would pay the statement balance, but I still have a balance. Now it's like, I'd rather pay off my credit card and have less money in my checking account. Um, because it's, it, it just, it, for me, it's like, I, I'm kind of free from that. Like, I don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And so at the end of the day, that's, that's what I have. And then I kind of go from there and it's literally the same thing over and over and over again. Um, but it's worked for me for so long. And like, I've been able to save some serious money over the years and be very conscious of my spending. Um, and yeah, I'm always looking for a good deal. I'm always looking for like credit cards that are going to help me or savings accounts. And so some of the things I, I should say, my my cousin Johnny put me on to the Barclay savings account mm-hmm. and I've recommended everyone to that. Um, they have by far the best interest rates on savings accounts and like CDs. And I think it's like 2% now, which is pretty high for a savings account. So I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chase member, like that Chase... I've been a Chase member for so long. I think that's like the Latinx bank, but um, Citibank is. Eh, I don't know. I could, I grew up with Chase. Or wait, what's the bank that's in um in Washington Heights? Stop, Apple Bank. No, Banco Popular. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. No, Banco Popular. For for me, it's been Chase, but um, yeah. The, I I took some. I took my savings and I I moved it over there, and I've seen awesome interest rates i've been telling her like i moved my mom's money over and did the same thing you know yeah. like so i would highly recommend looking into different savings accounts um to, to make some sort of money while you're, yeah. you're not doing anything with it yeah what about you how do you budget i feel like it's very similar but you also we have use, your own philosophy we use, we use the same sheet um we do <laughs> yes we have everything in one um one like google sheet different tabs mm-hmm. um so i do the same thing as jess like i i use the same like sheet mm-hmm. um i am the same i would rather have very little money in my checking account and pay off my credit card um than to have a ton of money in my checking account and um and a balance on my credit card and the reason why is because um I like to have a very realistic view of how much money I have. And if I have a balance on my credit card and all this money in my checking account, I realistically don't have all that money in my checking account because I have to pay my credit card, right? right and so right. um, I just, I like to be very sure and know of how much money I have. Um, and I don't, you know, I think this is like a how you grew up mentality, but like, I just don't like debt. I don't like it. I, I just don't, it makes me, it really stresses me out. And so um, I don't like having very high balances on my credit card because it makes me very anxious. Um, and that's something that I am working through, but that's just the way that I operate. Um, I also have um, a, so, and now we're getting into like how couples manage finances. Um, Jess and I assign each other certain bills that each of each one of us will take responsibility for. And we just let that person um, roll with it. And so, you know, I'm in charge of a couple of the bills that I'm in charge of are groceries um, and our um, internet um, bill. And so the internet bill I have as something that gets 
it's a reoccurring consistent charge. So I have that charge to one of my credit cards and I make sure I pay that off. But I also have a separate account where every um, paycheck, I put money in there for groceries and for um, that internet bill. And that's money that is set aside and that I know exists just for the purposes of groceries and paying um, the internet bill. Now, the grand debate. The grand debate. Um, Jess and I ha- have had many conversations about this because, as you know, Jess said, you should you should get points for as many things as you could possibly get points for. Um, and I I agree with that. Um, but I historically have I have a separate debit card for that account that I have just for groceries and the internet. Um, and so I would go to um, I would either you know order groceries or go to the grocery store, and I would buy with my grocery debit card. It's one, one way of keeping me, um, I have fear of running out, um, (laughs) full row. You heard it here first. Um, and so I will buy multiples of, of something. I'm not a hoarder, you know, I'm not, I'm not like one of those people on that show, but like, I don't like running out of stuff. So like for things that we use regularly, like olive oil, I'll buy two bottles or three bottles if they're on sale. I definitely got this from my mom because shoot, there would always be like seven cans of beans in our house because Goya beans because they were on sale. I'm like, it's like yeah. we don't need that many beans, but well, actually we did. Um, but that that's, I, I do that. And so it helps keep me accountable and budgeted in terms of not overspending um, on like what I have budgeted for groceries. And I think that, you know, paying it on a credit card, you're like, whoops, what that? Um because you know the grocery store is a very tempting place mm-hmm. um never go there hungry done that my mom times. told me yeah my mom told me that I never go grocery shopping hungry because i bought a bunch with, of stuff and i'm like why do i buy this and oreos <laughs> yeah yeah it's seven bags of cheetos exactly um so jess and i have had this grand debate of like buy the groceries on the credit card to get the points and i'm like no like let's just keep it i'm just gonna pay for it with like my debit card so that you know we can we can, you know, the money's in there, like stick to that. So that's the grand debate of what will happen next. Um, I will try out her method mm-hmm. for um, a month and we'll see what happens. But um, I basically follow um, the same sheet that Jess described. We both use it. Um, and I have this separate account for groceries and like recurring um, things. So I can put that money to the side. Um, so for example, like, you know, I get paid bi-weekly and so I put money for groceries in there for two weeks. I don't want to keep it in my checking account because again, I like knowing like this money, in my checking account is money that I actually have. Everything else gets like dispersed everywhere else. So like savings, saving for like a specific project, um, groceries, um, any other bills, like everything gets put away in different places so that I know how much money I actually have. And that's my preferred method of doing my finances because um, I just like to have like the right inventory, right? Of like, where's where's my money right now? And like, how much money do I actually have? So that's sort of, that's where, that's where, um, that's how I budget. Um, one thing just that you didn't mention that we typically do is um, when we have um, months coming up where we know we're going to be, I'm spending more money than we're used to. We will create a new tab and just do like upcoming expenses mm-hmm. and list everything out. Um, even if it's like three, two, like two, three months from now, we we look at her sitting there proud of herself. Yes, babe, 
I love you. You're so organized. Um, so that we have um, all of the expenses tallied up and we're understanding, okay, this is what we have coming up in the next, you know, two to three months. So typically at, towards the end of the year, like this month, um, October, we, we did that because, you know, we have to go, we're going back to New York for, you know, the holidays um, we're taking some trips to New York. And so we needed to take into account, okay, holidays are coming up. We, you know, we're going to be traveling. Let's think about, okay, what are all the expenses that are going to come, you know, along with that? And how can we best manage our money in the next couple of months so that we can make sure that we are very um, aware of like the expenses that we have coming up and they don't all pile up at once. So that's also, that might be something that would be helpful um, for, for those who may have like certain periods where if you, if you um, take a big family vacation in the summer, or if you tend to have like um, a couple of, of, of times in the year where you have time off from work and those are typical times where you travel, like it might be helpful to, you know, create an extra tab or, you know, pull out a couple of extra post-its if you're just, um, Shade. and just, you know, write down where, what are my upcoming expenses? And that's just like, if you're going to take a trip somewhere, like airfare, accommodations, literally like how much, how much do I think I'm going to spend on meals? How much mm -hmm. do I think I'm going to spend on transportation? Um, and then like, how am I going to pay for this stuff? Um, so that it can keep, it can like keep you on track in terms of, um, where your money's going to go because th the budgeting sheet, once you get into a flow of it is really nice and really satisfying to do. But then when you get these like big chunks of expenses, if you have to buy a couch, buy a piece of furniture, do a trip, that's where it can really throw you off where you're like, ah, uh, like all this stuff is coming out of nowhere and like my budget sheet, well, you know, this is, this is making me nervous. You can, you know, have that separate place where you keep inventory and then you can start subtracting from your different paychecks, how you want to pay for that in your budget sheet. But at least, you know, like this is the grand amount that I suspect that I'm going to pay for this trip, for this one thing I want to buy myself, for these couple of things I want to buy myself, et cetera. Yeah. And if you have multiple accounts, like we have the Barclays, um, account for like our general savings but like we also create separate ones like they're they're free and we create i think i have like four accounts and one is like saving for a house or saving for a trip or like investment money like that's how i break mine out and it, it helps me see um how much money i actually have for those things so like to your point steph once you you know uh budgeted out how much you would need for like a trip or a piece of furniture a big purchase you you have need somewhere to put that money because I think no. sometimes what happens is when your money's all mixed up, yeah. you get overwhelmed. Yeah, people get super overwhelmed and they either push it off or they're like, oh, I'll just take it out of my savings or oh, I'll just charge it, and then like your credit card bill is like six thousand dollars, and you're like, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for right. it. Right, right. You know, so and, get yeah. organized the way you need to get organized, and you can do that at the very beginning of the year. You could do that now. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I have a big vacation coming up, but it could be something where you're saying, okay, I have a goal to save X amount of money um, between now and, you know, next June because I want to build up my savings or, you know, I want to take a trip to X place and I want to buy my tickets and book my stay by, by April. So by April, mm -hmm. I want to save X amount of money. It's just a nice way for you to be able to 
um, just organize yourself and say, okay, if I want to accomplish X, what's it going to take? Um, and then you can incorporate that into your budget sheet. And I think once you do the budget sheet and you feel like, okay, I I'm getting control of this. Like once you feel that sense of control over your finances, it's that, it's that freeing, that freedom, Mm -hmm. that empowerment. Um, and then you, and then you start like, okay, now I have this big trip. Now I want to, you know, either I want to pay for a class or I want to buy a car or, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to treat myself to something that's like pricey. It could even be something like, I want to treat my, like things that you would want to treat yourself to. And you're like, okay, how am I going to pay for that? You know, Mm -hmm. like if you know that you like getting a facial every other month, like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's how much I think that's going to cost. How am I going to pay for that? You know, and you, and you put that in there. And so I think it's super helpful um, and freeing. And, you know, if you wanted to go a step further, um, this is a lot more work, but if you, um, don't know where all of your money is going right now you could just like literally like download your statements and just look at like literally what you're spending your money on or you can get um I don't have this anymore but there are like certain apps or services that will yeah like mint that will look at and categorize how you're spending your money so that you can look on a monthly basis like Oh, I spent 50% of my money on dining out, you know? Dude, just even take a week and look at, like, take a inventory. Every time you use your card, take a week of your statement and then just, like, download it and see where, like, what you're saying. Where is your money? And I did that for a month, and a lot of it was, like, takeout. <laughs> and so I was able to analyze that and be like, yeah. okay, I just need to do less of that. Yeah, yeah. And again, for some people... It might be like, no, like I literally live, you know, paycheck to paycheck. And that's, that's. Yeah. Again, everyone's circumstances are different. Um, And and I think, you know, one other point to make here, just before we go on to the next thing is you mentioned how like it's taboo to like talk about finances and people's debt. And like, I just, I want to say that like, it, I want to change that. Like I want it to be more. Like, I want somebody to be open, be be comfortable coming to me and being like, yo, dude, I have this amount of money in debt. Like, can you help me? You know, because a lot of people don't want to approach people or have that conversation because they're embarrassed mm-hmm. by the amount of debt that they have. Um, and the reason I say that is because I've had s- several people who I've had conversations with where they're like, oh, you're going to judge me. Literally, they would say, you're going to judge me for how much debt I have. And I've been like, no, I'm not, because I've been there. Um, I'm not sure if I've shared this story uh, before, but, like, I had college debt. We both had college debt. I, co- I graduated school with $50,000 in debt. And, like, for some people, that would be like, oh, that ain't shit. Like, people are graduating with hundreds, hundreds that, yeah. and, you know, whatever. But for me, that was a lot. Like, I felt very heavy on that. And I, and I have a lot of friends and family who, who that, that bothers them a lot because of that debt. Like, that shit's real. That shit sucks. Um, and so that was like the, the, the moment for me where I had to get really serious about like my goals and what I wanted. Luckily, I'm very fortunate. Not everyone is as fortunate, mm-hmm. but I had a mom who allowed me to stay home with her 
until I paid my shit off. Yeah. So what I did was I fucking took a high paying job and I was so disciplined with every dollar. Like my mom didn't make me pay rent. Like I still helped her where I could, but I literally made that budget sheet and I line by line, every fucking pay t- paycheck, every payment I was deducting. Okay. $50,000 this month. Now it's 40. Doing the math on the post-its. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of post-its. <laughs> now it's like 48. 45 and when it started getting lower i started getting competitive with it yeah i was like oh my god i'm almost there this is amazing and i'm like wow you're occurring, is- and then especially if you calculate how much how how much fewer interest you're gonna yeah you're gonna accrue and um, i had a goal i worked backwards i was like i want to pay this off in two years i want to do that and how how do i do that in two years so i sub- I, I went like how many how many payments is that how many weeks how many paychecks all that and i like did all the calculations like great i think i was paying like twelve hundred or fifteen hundred dollars a month just on student loans um and again super fortunate that i didn't have to pay rent like that's literally and thank you to my mom for allowing me to like you know shout out to her Mm -hmm. thank you mom um she paved the way for you to be debt free yeah she you know this is the, the path for generational wealth i'm hoping to be able to like do that for my kids um and so I was able to pay that. I remember, remember that we were on our way back from Chicago and I was on the plane. I was about to make my final payment and it was not going through online. There was something. So I called them fucking Sally Mae. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, I'm trying to make this payment. And they're like, Oh, you you can call back. Like once the, if the online services are back on or whatever. And I'm like, nah, this <laughs> you, is my last payment. You, 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 take taking, money. you taking this money because I had a goal and I'm paying this off before I land in New York. And yeah. I, I remember the lady was just like, okay, like super weird. Um, but that was like a really proud moment for me. Cause like, I would have never thought I could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was again, never taught how to do something like that, but I mm-hmm. was dr- like, I was driven to get out of that. Um, and you know, whether it would have taken me another five to 10 years, like I was still determined to just get out of that. Right. And, and it, it's not that every goal that you set has to be like six months, a year, two years. Like there's some goals that you set for some people who are paying rent. It might be like, I want to get out of this debt in the next seven years. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing because you have your plan. Right. Right. And so the reason I say that is not to like be a show off and be like, wow, you're debt free. It's more like, hey, let me be vulnerable with you in that. Like I had $50,000 in debt. Like that's some people's salaries. Yeah. Right. For a year. I had yeah. that amount of debt and like, I was very open about it because I just wanted it to be like something that we could all talk about. And it wasn't until that where people started becoming more comfortable with sharing what that they had or like, Hey, you did did this. How did you do this? Like, just let's ask each other. Let's help each other. Cause we're all one way or the other. We're all going through that. Right. You know? So I thought it was important to shed light on that because we don't, we don't want to be seen as like, we don't want to be judged or seen as weak because we have so much debt. Um, so yeah, that's my, my two cents on that, but <laughs> yeah, really, really, really awesome moment. Uh, when you're able to really take control of your situation. Yeah. Um, to, to end for those who are listening to this episode and are like, this is great. Budget sheet's amazing. But where do I start? Yeah. Um, I think the question I would ask myself on like when I'm thinking about starting is like, how do I want to feel every time I get paid? Mm. 
you're here with your TED Talk questions, okay? <laughs> Do I want to okay. feel worried? Do I want to feel happy? Do I want to feel like I have control? Um, and part of why I ask that is because that's going to determine how you budget your money or not. Going back to what we said, like, if you don't know where your money's going, you will always worry about it. Yep. You always worry about it. But if you're able to know where your money is going, there's a little less worry. You have a little bit more control because yeah. there's you can predict your bills, your all those things. Um, so I would ask myself that. Um, I would ask other people about how they budget. You know, put yourself out there and and, and find out and 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 see like maybe there are other people in your life that have systems that may work for you that you can mix and match. Um, look at people's budget templates, like search it online. Um, just exhaust your resources. Like again, everyone has some sort of money. Um, everyone worries about money. It doesn't matter how poor or rich you are. You worry about money in some capacity. Um, and so I would just lean on the people you feel most comfortable and, and it's not about share. You don't have to share how much money you make, but it's more about like, again, how do you manage your money? What works for you? Like what makes you feel comfortable? Is it a template? Is it an app? Is it having X amount of credit cards, whatever, um, post-its. And then just sit down and, and write out your goals. I think for me, that's what it was. Like I saw my debt and I was like, my goal is to be debt free. My goal is to be able to um, live a certain lifestyle and save a certain amount of money. Um, and and that's what that's what drives me all the time. Um, and, and that's not to say that you have to follow like what everyone or what what the average person does and like a 401k, certain amount of savings. But I think it's important to have some sort of system for yourself. Mm-hmm. Whatever Be- works for you. Yeah. Because you, you never know. You yeah. never know. And unfortunately we, you need money in order to live. Yeah. So that's, that's where I would start. What about you? I would start taking inventory. Um, I think that, it is very important to have financial goals. Um, but I also think it's very important to know, like, what is your situation right now? So as Jess had mentioned, creating that additional sheet in your, you know, Google Sheets or, you know, Excel sheet of like my current situation. So it's, you know, whether it be loans, like this is a loan. This is how much money I owe. This is when it's due. Credit card name. This is how much money I owe. This is when it's due and like updating that on a monthly basis. But first starting by like looking at, okay, this is how much, you know, debt I have. And if you don't have any debt, it could be like, you know, this is, you know, a goal that I have and this is how much it's going to cost. Just taking that inventory so that then from there you can start doing your budget sheet. But first you need to understand like how much money do I have going out, the things that I need to pay regularly how much money do I have coming in and how much debt do I have because that's also really important to just having um an understanding of because once you understand and you're able to look at um 
the debt that you have, then you're able to strategize and think about, okay, you know, if the goal is to pay either your credit card or your loan that has the, the, the highest balance and you're able to see, okay, which one is that? Or if it's, if the goal is just, you know, to pay the, pay off some of the ones that have like the highest interest or the lowest balance so that you can start crossing off some of the, the things that you need to like worry about crossing that off the list list. At least you have that all like visible to you. I'm a visual learner, so I like to have things written down. Um, so that's, that would be my advice. Take the inventory. Yeah. So. That's my, that's been my advice for like a lot of things. <laughs> take inventory, but that's me. I take inventory of a lot of things. Super helpful. Well, I hope it was helpful for everyone else listening. <laughs> yes. I hope so too. Yeah. Well, again, um, if anybody ever has any questions and wants to talk to, I love helping people. DM us on Trish.chat. I love on Instagram. helping people with this stuff. There's nothing like some sort of financial freedom. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so I'm here. And I will say one thing um, because we are not financial advisors, we are regular people who are sharing our experiences with, with managing um, our money. Um, sometimes um, either your employer, um, if you're working at the moment or your bank, if you have your money in a bank, um, will offer, you know, one free or one complimentary, um, like financial coaching session. Look into that. Um, because sometimes it's, it is helpful to sit with those folks. Like that is their field of expertise. Um, mm -hmm. that's what they work in. And so if you have more of the complex questions on, investing or like I want to buy a house how should I start or I want to learn more about the stock market and invest how do I start um they I'm assuming uh, may be able to answer that for you or because they're a third party you know you might be able to say this is my financial situation like how do I get started if you don't feel comfortable sharing that with like friends and loved ones yeah that's a good point I think the moral here is like let's help each other out yes that's all. We can all win. Yes. Yes, we can. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. We hope you found this helpful. Yes. Hit us up. Trish.chat on Instagram. Yes. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Peace.